I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burr, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. HD you are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. This is Mint Light Morning Shot, and I am Shohini Sen. Good morning. Here's a roundup of the news you can use before you start your day. Delhi's temperature dropped to 6.9 degrees Celsius at the Saptajang Observatory on Sunday morning. The previous record for coldest November was in 2006 at 7.3 degrees Celsius, the India Meteorological Department or IMD record showed. The capital is likely to have a colder winter than usual this year, according to IMD scientists. This is because of La Nina, where temperatures in the central Pacific Ocean drops below normal levels, triggering wind patterns even in far-off regions. Local factors, such as a cloudless sky, has also helped keep temperatures low. Vaccine nationalism, where rich nations seek to secure enough doses for their own citizens before they can be made available to others, has often been flagged as a phenomena that can weaken the battle against COVID-19. Some of those worries should recede now after leaders of the world's 20 biggest economies pledged to ensure a fair distribution of COVID vaccines, drugs and tests around the world. They also vowed to do what was needed to support poorer nations struggling to recover from the pandemic. Reuters reported, World Bank President David Malpass called upon G20 leaders to provide debt relief to some of the poorest countries, warning that failure to do so would lead to increased poverty and disorderly defaults. Malpass, who has been pushing for debt relief since the pandemic struck, warned that debt challenges were becoming more frequent, including in Angola and Zambia. California launched the Sentinel-6, a satellite aimed at measuring the shape of the world's oceans, reports BBC. Data from the Sentinel will track not only sea level rise, but reveal how the great mass of waters is moving around the globe, becoming what scientists hope a dependable way to understand climate change. The 1.3-ton satellite was taken aloft from the Vandenberg Space on a SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket. While it may resemble a dog kennel, it is actually a sophisticated satellite made through a joint endeavor between Europe and the US. It will continue the measurements that have been made by a succession of spacecraft called the Jason Topex Poseidon series. The UN-led Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, or IPCC, had last year revealed in a report that if countries manage to lower its carbon pollution in the next few decades, then sea level rise by 2100 may never exceed about one foot. Burkina Faso went to the polls on Sunday for a presidential and legislative election in the midst of ongoing extremist violence in the landlocked West African nation. The elections are more than just about choosing a president for the young democracy, though. 
a failure to hold a peaceful transparent election in this african nation of 21 million people could give extremist groups who accuse the government of being ineffective a boost experts believe but violence has cut off large swaths of the country leaving people unable to register or cast ballots President Roch Mark Christian Kabore is fighting against 12 other candidates and is likely to win but the opposition hopes to split the vote depriving him of the 51% support needed for an outright victory Skeletal remains of what are believed to have been a rich man and his slave attempting to escape death from the eruption of Mount Vesuvius nearly 2000 years ago have been discovered in Pompeii Italy Associated Press reported Parts of the skulls and bones of the two men were found during excavation of the ruins from what was once an elegant villa with a panoramic view of the Mediterranean Sea on the outskirts of the ancient Roman city destroyed by the volcanic eruption in 79 AD Pompeii officials said the remains of the two victims lying next to each other on their backs were found in a layer of grey ash at least 2 meters deep judging by cranial bones and teeth one of the men was young likely aged 18 or 25 with a spinal column with compressed discs he probably did manual labor like a slave the other man estimated to have been 30 to 40 years of age had a robust bone structure especially in his chest area india's vulture count has been dwindling for long now in an effort to revive the population of these scavengers Madhya Pradesh Forest Department is considering to develop an artificial incubation facility for vultures at a conservation center. As per the bird count done in Madhya Pradesh in 2019, the state had 8397 vultures, the highest among other states in India. Bhopal-based Van Vihar National Park's deputy director AK Jain told PTI He hopes that the plant facility will increase the survival rate of these birds to 50 to 60%. Vulture population went through a sudden slump in the last two decades. However, their role in the ecological chain is vital as they eat dead animals. In 2013, the Bombay Natural History Society and the Madhya Pradesh government came together to establish a vulture conservation and breeding center in Kherwa, Madhya Pradesh. You're listening to Mint Like Morning Shot with Shohini Sen. You can reach out to me on Twitter at Shohini Sen or on Facebook and Instagram at HD Smartcast. And to listen to more such podcasts, do log on to hdsmartcast.com. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.